is Lon Taylor, the Rambling Boy, broadcasting live from Marfa Public Radio Studios in downtown Marfa on this absolutely beautiful first Friday in February. I learned a new word this past year, earworm. An earworm is that snatch of a song or a tune that you cannot get out of your head and that repeats itself endlessly for several hours, or if you were unlucky, for a day or two. The word was coined by the British novelist Desmond Bagley and first appeared in print in Bagley's 1978 thriller, Fly Away. But the phenomenon was apparently first described in 1876 by Mark Twain in a short story called A Literary Nightmare about a man who cannot get the jingle about the streetcar conductor that begins, punch brothers, punch with care, punch in the presence of the passenger out of his head. My earworm this week has been a song that I learned in the late 1950s called The Anarchist's Lament. The first plaintive verse goes, In an anarchist's garret, so lowly and so mean, Oh, smell the pungent odor of nitroglycerine, For they're busy making fuses and filling cans with nails When the little Slavic children set up this mournful Wail, and then comes the rollicking chorus. Oh, it's Sister Jenny's turn to throw the bomb, bomb, bomb. The last one it was thrown by Brother Tom, but poor Mama's aim is bad, and the cops they all know dead. So it's Sister Jenny's turn to throw the bomb. This song was recorded by a folk group called the Glencoes in 1963. But I learned it a few years earlier from my freshman roommate at Texas Christian University, who had grown up in a family of Trotskyists in Chicago. He was a tall fellow with red hair and a red beard, the only beard on the TCU campus in 1957, and possibly the only one in Fort Worth. He kept a photograph of Karl Marx over his bed and had a copy of the Little Red Songbook, Songs to Fan the Flames of Discontent, published by the Industrial Workers of the World. I have never been sure whether he was the last of the old left or the first of the new left. But when the new left finally reached its peak 10 years later, I discovered that I already knew the difference between the Socialist Party, the Socialist Labor Party, and the Socialist Workers Party due to my year-long association with him. I also knew all the words to the international, the people's flag is deepest red, and what industrial union grand. But none of those return as earworms. My roommate went on to get a PhD in American history 
and became the director of the U.S. Army Coastal Defense Museum at Fort Hamilton, Long Island. So his radical childhood did not impede his military career. The tune that does return more often than I like is a commercial from the 1940s for something called Luster Cream Shampoo, L-U-S-T-R-E, C-R-E with an accent grave, M-E. The eccentric spelling was to make customers think it was French. It was sung on the radio by Western singer Ken Carson of the Sons of the Pioneers to the tune of Victor Herbert's Toyland. And it went, dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl, you owe your shiny glory to a luster cream shampoo. Another earworm that has been in my head since it was recorded by Dean Martin in 1953 is a pseudo-Italian song called That's Amore. Its opening line is, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. We were living in the Philippines in 1953, and I had never heard of pizza, and thought the line was, when the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie. So I guess that song is a mondegrin as well as an earworm. Mondegrin, by the way, is a term coined by the American writer Sylvia Wright to describe misunderstood words in a song or a poem, deriving from her childhood mishearing of the words laid him on the green in the Scottish ballad about the Earl of Murray as Lady Mondegreen. I did not have a religious background as a child, so hymns are not among my earworms, although Four years at a college with a Protestant church affiliation and a carillion that was played daily at noon, put stand up, stand up for Jesus and leaning on the everlasting arms into at least the edge of my brain. One hymn that does recur pretty often is the great Welsh hymn, Guide us, O Thou Great Jehovah. But I think that is because as a small child, I saw John Ford's 1941 film, How Green Was My Valley, which has a memorable scene of hundreds of Welsh miners streaming through the streets of a village singing it. It has become known as the unofficial Welsh national anthem because of the fervor with which it is sung at football matches. My wife, Dee Dee, is somewhat younger than I am. So here, her earworms are of a different vintage. She hears Guy Mitchell singing Bell, Bell, My Liberty Bell, which was on a record that her family's neighbors had when she was six. The lyrics reflect the patriotism of the 1950s as well as the internationalism of that decade when American servicemen were stationed all over the world. There's pretty girls in Singapore and the Philippines, all along Killarney's shore, oh, the fair Colleen's, 
There's sweet Fifi from Gay Paris, and Wilhelmina, too. But Belle, Belle, my Liberty Belle, I'm still in love with you. Her other recurring earworm is Funiculi Funicula, the Neapolitan song written in 1880 to celebrate the opening of a funicular railroad up Mount Vesuvius. She learned the English version in the second grade and says it was the first time she had ever heard the word hearken. As in, hearken, hearken, music sounds afar. Hearken, hearken, hear the soft guitar. Since every disorder now has a set of initials, earworms are also known as IMIs, involuntary musical images. And people who study such things say that 90% of their samples hear them. So, what are your earworms? You've been listening to Lon Taylor, the Rambling Boy. I'll be back at 11 o'clock next Friday with another story. In the meantime, remember that you can read the Rambling Boy in the Big Men Sentinel every Thursday. This program was made possible by a generous grant from the Summerlist Foundation's program in Texas history.